Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Player Bros. I'm Mike. With me as always is Dave. And we're here to talk about a couple of, I guess, conferences, would you call them, when they're online like that? Webcasts? When you call them conferences, uh, yeah. just presentations, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Whatever. So we got EA Play happened this week, or this past week. Marvel's Avengers had their war table, and Cyberpunk had their Night City Wire. So cool names, guys, I guess. <laughs> Rude. So I guess the very first thing we're going to talk about today is EA Play and how it, uh, I mean, sucked. It, it sucked. I uh, I didn't watch it. I don't know anything about it, Mike. <laughs> Probably should have told you that before this started. There's really no <laughs> big news. There were really big, no big, big announcements. That yeah, no, I... I I looked after the fact to see like what news came out of it and I didn't see anything worth reading even. Yeah, there's some Apex Legends stuff. I mean, really the only big news that came out of it was we're getting a new Star Wars game. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons comes out in October. We knew about that, that though, didn't we? They announced it a week beforehand and they're like, we'll reveal more on EA Play. And that's when they revealed their gameplay video. Uh, must have just been rumors, but I remember like back in maybe February... The Xbox Live Store leaked, uh, accidentally leaked it on their store for a second and took it away or something like that. Uh, this was PlayStation. This was a while ago. Maybe PlayStation. Somebody, some store leaked it a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so Star Wars Squadrons, I'm really excited for it. I know you're not, I don't know how you feel because it's Star Wars, but at the same time, you're not a big flying guy. So I hate flying. Hate it. <laughs> um, what kind of? What kind of flying are we talking about here? We're talking about first person. We're talking about X-Wing versus TIE. We're talking about squad, uh, Rogue Squadron. We're talking about Battlefield, probably Battlefield. We're talking, it, about, we're talking looks, about Star Fox. <laughs> it looks very similar to a mix of X-Wing versus TIE Fighter and the original like Star Wars Rogue Squadron games. So it's got that tight-knit group of, of fighters, and the fighting all seems to take place in like a first-person dogfight perspective. My uh, least favorite camera angle for a flying game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was kind of weird that they're locking you in the first person. Oh, that, that's true. But I'm not sure if they are. They keep mentioning first person, first person. But in the gameplay trailer, you see the ship from behind a couple times. So I'm not positive if they lock you in. It would be really stupid for them to lock people in, I think. Yeah, that'd be terrible. I, I would not play that. But I believe, and I didn't play much of X-Wing or TIE Fighter. I believe you were always first person in those games as well. I don't think so. No. I know in Rogue Squadron, you could definitely it's change. It's been a very long time, obviously, but I, I don't think so. No? Because I wouldn't have played those games. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely played X-Wing. I don't think I played TIE. I definitely played no. more X-Wing than I did TIE, but I know I've at least, I think probably at my cousin's house, threw on a couple of matches of TIE. Hmm. But yeah, X-Wing was the only one I actually played a decent amount of. But this game looks cool. It's got a multiplayer mode with attacks that look like a mix of dogfighting and team attack modes, capture the flag stuff, and stuff kind of borrowed from Battlefront 2, one of their some of their better modes on the flying game where you're attacking waves. So you go through, attack all the fighters to attack the carriers, to attack the big dropship, um, and the other team just has to defend that. So like a tug of war kind of mode. Mm -hmm. The graphics look amazing, and the piloting, uh, the ship piloting looks way more. I don't know about intuitive because you don't see anybody controlling anything, 
but way more responsive than I would say Battlefront 2 did. Whereas Battlefront 2, I thought, wasn't all that great on the piloting as, as well as it could be. I like Battlefront 1's piloting a little bit better. I'm just not a huge flying guy in general. So, like, I, I don't, I, I wish I had more perspective for you. <laughs> it all feels kind of junky. <laughs> like, yeah. Top Gun back in the day. That felt good. <laughs> That's a sad thing. I really like flying games and no one else I know likes them. All by myself. Alex isn't into flying games? No, he does not like them as well. Good for him. So. It'll just be me. Have fun out there, bud. I will. You'll play I'll, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I won't be your wingman we'll, any, anytime. We'll be deep diving. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I'm just going to say, nah, it's not going to happen. Uh, So that was it. They didn't show too, too much. The gameplay trailer was only three to five minutes. You know that you play on the rebel side right after the fall of the Emperor. The one squadron is obviously with the New Republic. And the other side is obviously with the Empire trying to take revenge on those that killed the Emperor. It looks like you two teams of five with at least five different classes of ship each time and the ability to upgrade each ship, trade out different parts, which is cool. What do you mean trade out different parts? Like take out, okay, my engine accelerator isn't that great. I've earned enough credits to put in a new engine accelerator. Kind of like trick out your ships and stuff like that. Okay. So okay. I think that's kind of neat. So kind of like JTL? Yeah. So I think that kind of stuff is neat and walking around the hangar, check, looking at your ships. A jump to light speed for you. Uh, <laughs> not in the no fans. <laughs> I actually liked JTL. That's that's my favorite Star Wars flying game, probably. Because you could team up with people and not be forced to fly like you could be gunner and engine yeah. room, stuff like that. Yeah, I remember my uh, jump to light speed is the expansion to Star Wars Galaxies that mm-hmm. allowed uh, space travel for anyone listening. Uh, my my clan. You know, we were always running around on the ground, but we had a few guys that were pilots and, you know, once in a while they wanted to get to get me up there, <laughs> go on some tours on my on my yacht or uh, they had like they had cool like escort missions and stuff, too, in that. And there were like some really cool, large team like PVP battles. Yeah, Galaxies was great before it got not great and they took it away. Yeah, it was great until it didn't exist. I mean, it definitely wasn't as fun, but it, it was still pretty fun. Yeah, did say that they want to double down on their Star Wars games. I hope which, so. I mean, it took them long enough to realize they're moneymakers, but I mean, maybe they'll put out a new MMO. I was surprised we didn't hear anything about, um, uh, I guess, Jedi would be the series now. But I don't know what you call the name of their Fallen Order series now. The Fallen series, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. No, nah, it's probably Jedi. Because Jedi colon follow yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was surprised we didn't hear anything about that. Like they showed us like Skate Four, right? Yep. And I, I watched the footage for that. Oh wait, there wasn't any. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was just two guys being like, "Hey guys, we're making Skate again." Well, they had to announce it now after Tony Hawk. So they're like, "Push it out, get it, get somebody to talk about it." Yeah, that seemed really weird, didn't it? Like, yeah. At least from what I saw, which again was just like a minute and a half clip of them talking. It really seems like a response to Tony Hawk. Like, shit, I don't get the it. Only ones. <laughs> they also had a lot of bad publicity about skate, like over the past couple of years, like random things. Like I think it was just a couple months ago. Some guy posted uh, his correspondence with skate. They were trying to make a mobile game or something. And he 
he yelled at him <laughs> like <laughs> some former skater you don't know who i'm talking about do you? you don't remember this no i don't know i'm sorry i don't remember it was, it was a while ago what did you call him out on making a bad game <laughs> no somebody wanted they wanted to use his likeness for a skate game and he was pumped about it and then they found he found out it was a mobile version and i guess he like told off ea <laughs> that, that they needed to make skate for nice that's your commercial right there. We, you yelled at us. We listened. Well, they said in the clip, uh, you know, your comments made this happen. If you go to any YouTube video or Instagram post from EA, like, give us Skate 4, give us Skate 4. <laughs> that's half the comments. I just want them Although to... Although, we don't actually know it's Skate 4, right? We just know it's Skate. So we don't know if it's going to be... Uh, a reboot or skate four or what we're bringing about skate one and two in a pro pack, just like Tony Hawk did work for him. (laughs) Could be. I really, I've only played skate a little bit. I was always more of a Tony Hawk guy. By the time skate came out, I was like, eh, but I've heard it's good. I mean, everybody seemed to like it. I wasn't huge on it either. A skate was more the game for like skaters. um, As far as like realistic skating goes, you know, yeah, you weren't, you weren't doing anything like super wild, you know. Um, like Tony Hawk was a game to get gamers into skating, and Skate was a game to get skaters into gaming. Ooh, did, did I say I like, that the right way? I like that. You did. Yeah. You did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than that, they just talked about Apex Legends. I mean, which I get is their big seller. A couple of small indie games. And- is there like a new character, or a new map, or anything coming? New characters coming. Uh, character they had teased before. Off the top of my head, I don't remember her name because I didn't think it was talk- important enough to talk about. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It was a very weak showing for EA uh, in general, which I, I get because a lot of their developers just can't promise release dates and they probably don't have as much footage as they would have had otherwise. It's It's been rumored that we were going to get, or we still might get, Mass Effect remastered. And I was bummed to see that that was not like their... And one more thing, like, just to kind of <laughs> hype people up. I had actually heard that they're doing a KOTOR 1 and 2 remaster as well, or almost a reimagine. I haven't heard anything about that. Who'd you hear that from? Uh, that's, that's been a rumor for <laughs> quite some time. Uh, I briefly read it on IGN, but I believe there was a, there's a whole article on Kotaku, I believe. And basically, a lot of artists and stuff have been hired for what people assume, based on the descriptions, is a remake of KOTOR 1 and 2. And unnamed sources are saying oh yeah we're making it it's pretty much the same story but slightly altered but you know Revan will be back and all that and a lot of the things you love about it were there this change is going to be very slight but Hmm. two will basically be expanded upon because two is notorious for not really having much of an ending so they'll expand upon the ending of that i think you let me borrow it and i still never played it two's okay it's got some good story beats but obviously the fact that you don't play with any of your original guys is kind of a letdown and the ending does just end abruptly. But other than that, it's fun. It's pretty much the same game. It's got a lot of good stuff in it. Word. Can't wait to get back to Karth Onasa. Maybe. Chilling on the Ebon Hawk. <laughs> Was that his name? Karth? Karth, Karth uh, Onasi, I think. And I name dropped Mission and Zalbar a couple episodes ago. You did, so. but you can't. <laughs> Working my way through the roster. There you go. Bastilla Sean. Is her last name Shana? Her last name Sean S H A N. I can't I, remember the droid's name. 
Um, well, no, HK47, but yeah. I mean the R2D2 guy. Oh, I don't remember his name either. EO44. <laughs> it's canon now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all we got to say about EA Play, I think. I think there was a lot more revealed for Marvel and Cyberpunk. So let's get into Marvel because you watched it before I did. And I asked you what you thought of it. And you said it was good. But also (laughs) there's a longer answer. And after watching it, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I don't remember texting you that. You didn't. You told me about it when we cast it last week. Oh, I don't remember. I remember everything we said in the shows, Mike. I think I'd remember that. It was before. It was before or after we shut down the mics. Gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I stand by that. Like, I really, really, really want to play it, but it it looks bad. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. You know what it gave? It gave me really big anthem vibes. And I remember I being really pumped I, for Anthem mm, and then really did not caring about Anthem to continue going on. I think Anthem showed way better than than the Avengers is showing. But I, I I'm holding out hope that like there is a fun game in there. I want I want like you know media to get like hands-on with it and stuff. I haven't seen any hands-on coverage yet because I I feel like I feel like it's going to be good. It just doesn't look good <laughs> because even in even in their uh, discussion thing with it, like you could tell that the reason they were showing us at all, everything is because they know that people like aren't vibing with it right now. Right. Like, yeah, they were really trying to get you into it, like the way they were talking about it, because I know uh, like E3 and stuff, it it showed very, very poorly and they've had a lot of criticisms. So I. I really think that it just doesn't look good, but it's going to be good. <laughs> but it just seems kind of like mobile gamey. Like it, all the characters are like, look like they're really slow and all the, the enemies especially are just like these generic robots. Like there's no personality, no flavor to the world. It's, I don't know. <laughs> it just looks really bland. That was my biggest complaint. Like the Thor footage they showed should not have been shown. Like that was the worst thing that they showed in the entire, even the snippets they showed after that were all much better than Thor on a dark rainy day on a gray ship wearing gray, fighting gray robots with blue thunder. It just did not impress me at all. And you can't even see the HUD or the game, like the actual game mechanics going on. So it just looked like he was just randomly wailing about on this very tight knit map. I didn't see, understand anything. Yeah, no, I agree. I have a so it it looks much slower than a first. It doesn't. It looks much slower than like Division or Destiny. Mm -hmm. But my guess is that's how the abilities are going to work. It's kind of like Destiny, where you know if you pick the the arc class, you have your arc grenade type, and then you have your your punch, and then you have your super. And I feel like it's gonna be something like that, where like your character has two specials and an ultimate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's gonna be a lot of just hacking and slashing, but you'll have a a power on recharge, two powers on recharge, and then your super is what I'm 
I'm guessing it's going to be. That's kind of how they described it. I know they said there's a light and a heavy and a special attack and a block. Everybody's got those similar moves, which is cool. What interested me is looking at the skill tree and the fact that at least they say you can really spec out your person to be pretty much whatever you want. And from what you could see of Thor and Hulk's skill trees, it did look like there was a lot of meat on those bones. Whether they actually mean anything or not is another story. I hope so. I, I hope there's a lot there. It, it did look like there was tons of depth to the to RPG the elements of the it. Specs. I didn't really understand like the loot mechanics of it. I didn't really get a grasp for that. They didn't um, really tell you how you earn. I mean, there's vendors, but they didn't really tell you how you earn like the legendary stuff and all that that like Iron Man equips later on in a couple of the shots. Which I mean, it's early on, so I understand what they. How would. do you How do you mean though? Well, in most games, you know, you get your loot from vendors and stuff, but a lot of your big loot you get from, you know, defeating bosses and going on the higher end runs and stuff like that. Yeah. But they didn't describe you earning items in the actual levels themselves. They just kind of talked about vendors, at least for now. Unless I missed something. I didn't notice that. And we never saw loot drop while they were fighting or anything. Not that they they showed very little of the actual HUD itself, though. So maybe they would have later. Maybe it's just like a plus five axe at the bottom of the screen <laughs> when Thor kills a guy. There's a couple of moves I thought were really cool uh, that Thor did, not in the video they showed, but then afterward when they're like, but Thor could do this. And I was like, well, you should have shown that because <laughs> that was way better. Uh, like his lightning bolt move where he kind of walks slow as everybody's getting eliminated behind him. That was pretty badass. Uh, a lot of his spinning axe move is pretty cool. But his Bifrost move looks lame. I did not like that. I thought it was fine. Eh. Whatever, though. Uh, what's the What's the girl's name? Something not is Miss is it Miss Marvel? Yeah, Miss Marvel. So she actually looks Camilla Khan. I know that's a real name. She actually looks really fun to play as. I, I enjoy the big stretchy arms and stuff like that. I think that looks fun. No, yeah, you think it looks <laughs> stupid. I it, it it just looked generic and bland. But hope hopefully it's good. Yeah, I mean uh, the fact that Iron Man can fly and stuff might bring a little bit to it. I mean I've talked about this before on this podcast. The game, the Inhumans. Marvel's Inhumans. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a really fun game where you had all the heroes and they all had very similar moves. Special I, light. I remember listening to you and Alex talk about it. In was that episode. me and Alex? I couldn't remember who we talked about it. And as I was listening, I was like, you're talking about Rise of the Imperfects. Rise of the Imperfects. You're talking about Rising, <laughs> Rise of the Imperfects. But you guys were just kind of like struggling to think of the name for it for a while until you eventually Googled it. Yep. <laughs> screaming, Nemesis, Rise of the Imperfects. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing Marvel's Nemesis, Rise of the Imperfects. <laughs> All of the characters were all had similar moves, like in terms of like moveset, special light and stuff like that. But they were all very different. So hopefully this game kind of moves like that, because I really liked that game. Parts of that game. I know the story wasn't that great and it was a little short. But overall, I, I very much enjoyed that. That game's feel and how they handled having so many different characters play under one game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember playing with you, but I don't remember like the specifics of it. It, it didn't just feel like Ultimate Alliance. No, it- that's the thing. It was almost Power Stony. Okay. Uh, more than Ultimate Alliance. That's the thing I don't want this game to feel like is Ultimate Alliance. Although no, it's, it, it doesn't look like Ultimate yeah. Alliance at all. I, I That's what I'm hoping it doesn't. It, it won't. I mean, it can't. Other than rechargeable powers. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy that all the... It looks like they have a lot of character skins and upgrades and parts and pieces that really affect the look of your character. So I like the fact that everyone's... Heroes are going to look different. You know, you're going to have a unique Iron Man to you is a really cool idea. But the they're really just not impressing me with the cooperative experience. Well, you just haven't seen any of it yet. Yeah, 
but it also, I mean, I might be wrong because again, like you said, they haven't shown a lot. It does. It seems like the single player mode is is the bulk of it, and for at least right now, we're not going to get that many co op missions. Probably going forward, a lot of the free stuff will be this co op mode stuff, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. I really, I don't know. And of course, the big thing is where's Captain America? I mean, he's a playable character, so yeah, he'll be fine. I hope he's not like too far. You don't have to wait too far in the game to play as him because he's my favorite guy. So well, I like the Hulk too. Hulk looked terrible. Yeah, he didn't look that fun. He looked like he was like running through yogurt. It's <laughs> <laughs> very, very slow. <laughs> they were all very slow. That's the thing, like the open world, like we have more open world levels. I was just thinking to myself, why? If your characters are going to move like that. like, And how do you keep Iron Man from not just completely speeding ahead of everybody else at this point? Leaving the mission area. Three, two. <laughs> your team one. too far behind your teammates. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what I got for Avengers right now. Like, it looks like a fun game experience, but not quite the game of the year experience maybe people would be hoping for from a game of that magnitude. It's I don't been think, teased for so long. I don't think anyone's expecting that. And I don't think anyone's. Anyone who had that expectation, I think, lost it during a year and a half ago. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm very excited for it. I do want to play it. I, I will be playing it. Mm-hmm. But there's just something about it than watching it being played, at least for right now. I'd really like them to release the demo of the attack on San Francisco. And just like if people got, have been playing that at game conferences for so long, just release that and be like, hey, just touch the game for a little bit. Just see how it feels. Well, maybe they will. Uh, maybe. So few games put out demos nowadays. But speaking about demos, Microsoft has announced they're going to be doing a Summer Game Fest demo event coming July 21st. And basically what this is going to have is 60 brand new game demos going to be up for a week, uh, according to Xbox. And some might be released and actually put on the demo channel again later. But for right now, they're only going to be up for a week. And they have a whole list of them. But again, it's 60 games. But it's some of the games that have just been announced. Uh, so I think the earliest one coming up that is coming out in August is the Destroy All Humans, the remake, not the free game they released last month, is going to have a demo during this. Haven, which I believe they showed briefly on one of the announcements. You're not about week. to list 60 games, are you? No, I'm just going <laughs> to okay. name the big ones. They didn't. They have not announced all 60 games yet. Okay. Uh, and Hellpoint is Never heard be of releasing it. a demo. <laughs> There's nights in hell and stuff like that. But that's pretty cool because I like playing demos before I play a game. But I know a lot of publishers nowadays don't like releasing demos because many PR departments and marketing departments have found that it means people will buy your game less if they try it out first. Which makes some sense, I guess. But also then is make that, a better game. Is that like a confirmed thing? That is something I read uh a year or two ago on an article about why there weren't any more big game demos anymore like there used to be. Hmm. I'm curious about the curious about that. They had a, it was two years ago and I, I should, I mean, had I known I was going to do a podcast on games, <laughs> I would have saved that to give you the, the metrics, but they did have a percent, like a certain percent of gamers will not buy a game after they play the demo. Sure. But would they have, 
bought the game if they didn't play the demos, what they would need to be able to prove. Yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I for one love love game demos and especially if it's like an IP I really enjoy. I'm probably gonna buy it anyway. When uh when Xbox One launched, didn't they like guarantee a demo for every game or something to that effect? I don't know about that. They guaranteed everything on their game preview would have a demo, which does. Or it's got that you can play the first hour of the game, which isn't the same as a demo. I I, I might be misremembering, but I could have sworn at one point they were like, if it's on our system, we're going to give you a demo. <laughs> Never happened. I mean, that'd be cool. I wouldn't mind that. But yeah, 60 games. I'm excited to see what they end up coming out with, but I very much doubt we're going to see something like Marvel's Avengers or Cyberpunk. Yeah, I was just throwing it out there because yeah. uh, because you because uh, I mentioned, mentioned uh, it. I wanted, yeah, yeah. Well. It'd be it'd be cool though. Uh, really, anything they put out is going to be interesting. It'd be cool if it was also like a soft test for XCloud as well. Like they were all streaming. Yeah. Well, that would guarantee only a week of gameplay. So yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's going on with that cloud at this point. I think I have the ability to try it, but I have not activated it yet. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure Halo Master Chief Collection is the only thing available on XCloud right now. Interesting. But I could be mistaken. Uh, any, no, anyway, though, um, yeah, it's been weird this year without E3 coverage, so we don't get like tons of news and everything coming out. So uh, the idea of us getting to almost have a little hands-on session with like show floor demos is is cool. I like that. It's like I'm at E3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so without E3, well, I, I think this would have happened with, with or without E3. We were given the Night City Wire web show. We were. So I imagine this was going to happen anyway because a lot of big release games like Red Dead, like Grand Theft Auto, like Last of Us have these... I'm actually surprised Ghost of Tsushima doesn't have it as well. These little webisodes that happened before, like join us next week and we'll talk about this part of Japan and stuff like that. So this is kind of just seems to be with big AAA game releases part and parcel with building up excitement toward the release. I think it's done very rarely. I don't know what you're talking about right now. When it's a big, big, almost like maybe not AAA, but like the big, like almost quadruple A type games, like the biggest games of the year kind of thing. have it. <laughs> It seems to become the norm. I'm trying to think of examples. I, I want you to be right here, but <laughs> I can't think of any. I I can think of one. But I'm going to make you name two first <laughs> before I give you one. Grand Theft Auto had it. Uh, Mortal Kombat had it. And Mortal Kombat was the one I was thinking of. was just the, <laughs> the combat cast. Red Dead Redemption 2 had it. That's all Rockstar, though, so we're not going to count those two. I want one more. <laughs> Last of Us had it. Part two had it. Did it? Yep. It just had two state of plays. No, they had three. The world of Last of Us that taught you about certain parts of the game. Oh, I thought they had a world of Last of Us, and I thought they had a gameplay of Last of Us or story of Last of Us or something like that. I thought they had two of them. Whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Either way, you named four games. I don't. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen like tons of times, but it does. It does kind of happen. Did last uh, Jedi have it? No, I don't think so. Anyway, Night City Wire was pretty cool. It really taught us a lot about the game for parts of the game we hadn't seen yet. And I, I guess it was probably bigger for bigger publishing companies like uh, IGN, Kotaku, big time bloggers. They got to play four hours of the game, which is a big chunk of the game. 
but also not much considering how big the game is. But they got to kind of mess around at the beginning of the game and make characters and stuff like that. Assumedly unhindered by any kind of blocks. But they did show us a lot about the game in terms of the look, in terms of releasing, allowing publishers to release looks of footage and stuff like that on creating their characters, what they were driving around, beating up a couple of guys, really showing you what the actual game looks like when it's in your hand, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's a little bit of a letdown, I think. You don't sound very hyped. The thing that, that's the thing is like, this game is like so high on my list of like, I really want to play it. And then you see it and you go, oh, it's a game. But that happens with every game I've ever pretty much played. It's like, oh, it's still just a game. <laughs> But it's fun, and it looks really good. I think a lot of it kind of looks overwhelming at this point for me. Like, there's just so much to the game and building your stats, and so many stats that seem to really affect who you are as a character and how the story's going to play out. And I'm not someone who usually goes back and plays multiple times. But there are certain things like establishing your background, if you're a corporate person, if you're a punk, or if you're an outsider and stuff like that, really seem to affect how the story missions and the people around you are going to affect your game. Mm-hmm. And while that's cool, it also means to really get the full effect of the game, you got to play it a couple times. Well, I just think you get a personal story on your Tailored one playthrough. On yeah. Um, have I gone on record with how I feel about Cyberpunk? You have not yet. So I, I want to play it because it's a big deal. You know, because everyone is so excited for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm kind of like ride in that hype with everyone else. <laughs> it's like hot box hype, I guess. <laughs> um, but really, I'm not all that interested in the game. Really? I just like the, I like the idea of it because it's supposed to be like this huge experience. I'm like, okay, I can mess with that, but it doesn't, it's never looked particularly great. Like I love Keanu Reeves. So I'm, of course I'm going <laughs> to, of course, I'm going to get into that, but uh, <laughs> but I haven't been super jazzed on it. And then after watching this, like it almost just kind of confirmed how I feel about it. Like all that. What is it? Brain dancing stuff that they showed the brain dance. Yeah. Oh, my God. I have no interest. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm still going to play it, but. Oof, I don't think I don't I don't know, but <laughs> well, it looks like a lot of the brain dance stuff might end up becoming like optional content. If, you know, if I want to scrub footage, I'll. Grab YouTube. <laughs> oh, it looks so bad. That sequence was straight out of uh, a movie called Strange Days, actually. Like the entire thing, the thing about going through BD is what they call it in the game, but in uh, the movie Strange Days, it was called Blackjack and that it was illegal and not everybody wanted it, but that was big on the black market. And I'm just watching it going, they just stole this from another movie. I mean, which is cool because it was also a cyberpunk movie. But I'm watching it just going, is everything in this game just going to be ripped off? When did Blackjack come else? out or whatever this movie is? Strange Days came Strange. out, I believe, in 1999. Um, then guess what? They stole it from Total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> well, Total Recall is just scrubbing into your brain they really and, and changing your mind, not really recording your experiences. Ooh. Now I wish I was more informed about Total Recall before I started talking. <laughs> common problem i have <laughs> i thought they were able to like implant whatever memories they wanted into your brain 
That's basically it. But I mean, it's not somebody else's memories. It's basically giving you a virtual. Unless the memories they put in your brain are other people's memories. Well, then you're creating a plot point that they never really. You're creating a total recall two in your head, David. Didn't they cover a lot of that in the reboot? I didn't watch the reboot. I don't know. I whatever. This is all nonsense. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but watching that, yeah, I I could agree with you. It looked like Batman's detective missions, which were not the most exciting in the Arkham games. Just kind of like highlight this and highlight that. And it's just putting pieces. You don't even get to solve it yourself. You're just putting pieces together and it tells you who did it. Which isn't great. Yeah. If but I wanna, if I want to be a detective, I'll play LA Noir. Thanks. <laughs> But it does look like a lot of that's optional content. Like it might be part of the vigilant, the vigilante missions. I'm uh, sure they'll give you a somewhere. It's like you have to, but probably not a ton of it. I was. I don't know which podcast I was listening to, but in one of the previews, they said that the brain dancing stuff that they did in their four hours was what we saw in in the uh, live wire thing, and they said that that wasn't optional. That was part of the main story. Well, I imagine you're going to do everything once just to teach you how to do it and show you you can do it. That's kind of a video game staple. This is more than a video game. <laughs> I don't know. I it the brain dancing stuff did not look good to me. That I would agree with that. I don't know why they're so jazzed about that. The combat still looks really cool and the ability to do a ton of different things with combat. I like that. The ability, which they didn't show in this Night City Wire, but they showed in their last gameplay video. The ability to like kind of knock somebody out and then hack into them and take over them. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. The ability how you get your upgrades and basically changing your body is cool really neat i like the idea of the uh, character customization as well so there's a lot to like in this game and obviously the overall look apparently driving is not fun from what i've read didn't look good (laughs) but it hasn't looked good in anything we've seen (laughs) like i was okay with driving when you're just through through city streets it looked like just a way to get around a little quicker but then when you're in the outskirts area like if they make us do a ton of it they better make driving feel good but from what I also read, like driving didn't feel bad enough that they couldn't kind of work on it past November, speed it up a little bit and make it a little more loosey goosey. Past November. That's right, because they delayed it, David. Yup. Which again. Again. <laughs> you can't really blame them for delaying it again. I mean, they've even said it. It's just tough to quality check and work on the tweak the game when your team is all separated. Yeah, but with with this delay. Like, you're probably expecting us to do a deep dive on this game. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's going to take a while before we get to that deep dive. I don't. I would even say add sectionals to the news episodes and, like, just little by little how we're doing on the game. This game is going to be very, it's going to be the biggest game we've ever covered. So we're going to have to think about how to talk. Maybe a final thoughts episode, but not like a deep dive episode. Maybe. I I am also kind of appreciative of the delay because it was coming out basically neck and neck with Marvel's Avengers. And that seemed like a pretty big game as well. So being able to play and beat, expected to play and beat both games within a certain amount of time and not get either spoiled. You're going to play like 12 hours of Marvel. You'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Not if it's good. It's going to be good, right? Well, I'm sure the campaign is short. Maybe, yeah. They're going for like a Destiny Division kind of thing. Hmm. Yeah, what they showed for Night City Wire was okay. When's the next uh, Night City Wire episode? They said in a few weeks. So probably at some some point this month, I'm sure we'll see one. Maybe before or after. Well, the Xbox conference won't show it because this is a third-party game, and the Xbox conference is going to be first-party offerings. So 
I'm sure they're gonna. Have, they must have third party there as well. Maybe. I mean, I know they have the deal with Xbox. That's why they're always showing on the Xbox conference and stuff like that. So maybe. Yeah. No. It. I don't know. If Cyberpunk will be there, but they have. They have. How many first party games are they gonna show? I don't know. Microsoft bought a lot of studios. <laughs> Still. The, yeah. There. There's gonna be third party games there. Okay. There's gonna be like five Microsoft games. First party Microsoft games, right? They'll show you Halo again, they'll show you Hellblade. I doubt we'll see anything from Coalition. Hopefully we see whatever the initiative is doing. Probably show you Forza. Rare might will probably be working on something as well. Because mm. Rare's just been putting out Sea of Thieves updates for the last yeah, well, few years. We had the Perfect Dark and the Fable leaks this week. Yep. How do you feel about that? Don't care at all about a Fable game. Fable has failed as a franchise. Uh, Perfect Dark could be cool. Could be. Did you play Perfect Dark Zero? Uh, no, but I played Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark was cool. I played Perfect, Perfect Dark Zero. Actually, I did play Zero. I don't think I liked it. It was not good. So they're one for two. Fables one and two are really good. Fables like one for five. (laughs) Were there five? There's one, two, three, and then they've definitely had like little spinoffs. I think there was like a, wasn't there a connect game or something? There was a connect game where you're in the, the chariot or whatever, the, the wagon. And then there was the fable legends, which was actually really fun. But never came out of beta and got canceled. But that game was actually pretty good. I actually really enjoyed that. Had yes. a lot of comedy and heart to it, which the first two Fables had. Yes. And the gameplay was actually kind of fun. I liked Fable 1. And I think I might have liked Fable 2, but I don't remember. <laughs> Fable 2 was just uh, an expanded Fable 1. It was a lot of good times. Either way, I really don't. I have no interest in a new Fable. I'll play it if it comes out. But Yeah, I wasn't excited about either announcement. What I am excited is Rocksteady still has not announced anything. What if Perfect Dark? is less Perfect Dark and more Metal Gear Solid. Fire. Or Metal Gear Solid 2. I'd be into that. That's what I, that's what I want from Metal Gear from, uh, <laughs> from Perfect Dark is uh, like a Metal Gear Solid style game. If you showed me it, it looked cool. Yeah, sure. I mean, I have really fond memories of the original Perfect Dark. I thought it was the perfect sequel to GoldenEye, basically. Mm-hmm. But the Perfect Dark Zero just was meh. And I guess that is the only way. I, I can't see you reinventing it as an FPS. But I, I couldn't be excited about it as anything else unless I saw it and it looked really cool. No, it, it definitely can't be. The only way you could do it as a first-person shooter now would have to be like a high-tech Dishonored. Like, no magic. But tech in its place if that makes sense yeah um, you know I'd kind of be into that too <laughs> <laughs> I just think the FPS world is so oversaturated with different games right now it'd be, it'd be tough to like put your own spin on a perfect dark where it's just you're not coasting on the name and hoping that works but I don't know I don't know um, yeah mm-hmm. like yeah I'm hoping for like a Rocksteady kind of thing because they haven't announced anything and hopefully they made like a Microsoft deal where they're like, 
first on Xbox because they did it with or like there's an exclusive piece that's on an Xbox like uh, when they went with PlayStation and put the Joker DLC on Arkham Asylum. I mean, it's all. So then we get the announcement. It's but. all but confirmed what they're doing next. The Suicide Squad game. Yeah. Yeah. And Warner Brothers Montreal's the next Batman game, which everybody knew that. But we haven't seen it. Well, I just want an official announcement. And the next Xbox conference seems like the next best place to see it, unless they do their own thing and just haven't announced it yet. You're going to see it at Warner Brothers thing. They're doing like the fandom event. Oh, you think you'll just see it at the big DC thing? Yeah. That makes sense. That's what, that's what all the speculation is anyway. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Break my heart. Yeah, I'll, I'll see it either way. Anything to add post-post game? Of Minecraft Dungeons? Yeah. Um, that you didn't talk about last time? Like I said, I bought the DLC. I played only one map um, on the train today. Still pretty mad. <laughs> <laughs> A couple new weapons, some new armor, new environments. It's whatever. If you like Minecraft Dungeons, pick it up. If you don't, it's not going to change your opinion on it. Well, if you just think it's meh, pick it up because it's a good train game. It's it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but also meh. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for this episode of Two Player Bros. Join us next week for Post Game presented by Two Player Bros where we take a look at Last of Us Part do you gonna beat it i'll beat it okay well i'll beat it till next time i'm mike that's dave keep on gaming